we use this, I'm going to call them flirtatious techniques, to get someone in bed and retain it, retain that person with you. It's <laughs> like, okay, I am a valuable lover and you will stay with me because uh, I make it fulfilling for you. Eh, that doesn't end well because you are stopping in the pleasure of the experience instead of going for the full enlightenment that it can bring. I think if you are someone using that as a tool to get laid yeah, <laughs> and the other person actually goes into the whole act, yes. I'm not sure if that person are on the path of getting enlightened anyways. Maybe it's... Got distracted. Yeah, but... I had a lot of interesting offers or people saying they are certain things. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I always had this inner compass of, mm -mm, this is this is not what I'm looking for or this is not interesting for me. I know, but at, at the start, I understand what you mean and I, I relate to that. But people at the start, they get kind of confused because it's like, okay, I've done this with a teacher, I've done this with a workshop and how about my love life? Can I use this in my love life? And it's like, huh, with which intention? Yeah, but I still go back to if you are 100% on the path of enlightenment, yes. you meet the right teachers, you take the teachings to the level you, you want. Mm. Um, if you want to use it for other purposes, you will always find people that will have some kind of benefit from where you are yourself. And it's part of the process. Yeah, the, the process of getting enlightened through these experiences require require for you not to be selfish, not to be attached and to be open. I think everything, you know, we have been discussing this too, you know, with the path that certain people are on, but mm -hmm. we are all on the journey. So yeah, it's, it, and, uh, yeah. and where should it end? I'm, I'm not even... I'm not sure where I'm on the scale either, you know. <laughs> is there a scale? Yeah, is there a scale? Wow. I think the scale would be like to transcend into, when you hear these stories, when they, the Buddhas, they transcend into... Um, formless. Formless shape shapes. or a rainbow. If you have that as the scale, I think it's so much <laughs> to So learn. much to learn in the middle. Um, yeah. And maybe yeah. I have missed out on the casual sex thing, you know. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Alan Watts, this big uh, Zen teacher, he used to say that it's not the destination, it's about the journey. What I, I like to say, it's not what you do, but why you do it. If it means that you you like to have sex with a lot mm. of people and you just own that, uh, that's pretty enlightened mind for me. But if you do it and you try to cover it up with something else, then... It's the same act, but mm. it's the intention and why you do it. I had a, um, a tantra teacher that lives in Germany that he said in a in a workshop where he was teaching meditation and all that, and one guy was talking about uh, that his love life was mainly going to bars and cruising sites and saunas, and people were like feeling... Mm -hmm. pity about him and he stopped everyone saying no 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 wait why do you go there 
and how do you enjoy the experience because that experience can be enlightening for other people mm -hmm. because some people that go there and doesn't fit you uh, they go there because they don't feel proud enough to go to other places they say no I, I do this because I work in an airport and I don't have really time for that. I take a lot of extra hours. And when I want to connect with someone, I don't want to go through the whole process of getting to know each other mm. and buy a beer or go for dinner or a movie. I want the connection right now, right there. Well, it's how you own it. If you mm -hmm. make this experience something that you are fully there and you're fully present and you are connecting with the other person, don't feel sorry. No, and I feel for from a girl's perspective with the whole good girl syndrome, mm. we try to... Uh, it's a lot of things we don't do because we think we can't do it because it doesn't suit us mm. or the role we're in or if you are... yeah. So I feel like if we, if we do things and we dare to just stand more for it and... And if everyone could have been a little bit more honest, it would be a better world. Like, this is what I need. What do you need? Sometimes if I ask the instructors, like, mm -hmm. do you want more work? Or uh, you can have those classes. And they say yes, because mm -hmm. they think they want to be nice to me. And yeah. and I give them more work because I think they need more work. Yeah, It's much easier to deal with people that are like, hey, yeah. this is what I want or this is what I don't want. Yeah, yeah. It is. To be fully honest, and even if you, yeah, and less attached, I think. Yeah, I okay. think that goes hand in hand. I like it. Maybe we can give uh, some uh, practical practices, and I think during the day, uh, you can start with one day. Yes. Just test out how many times during one day you say or do something that you kind of camouflage, mm -hmm. like. Um, can take an example. <laughs> I don't want to take an example. Um. <laughs> uh, sometimes we say uh, yes to things because we don't want to feel rejected, but those things feel like a betrayal to us. For example, I will put up a silly example. I am very good tidying things up, but I am very bad at using water to clean things. My husband says uh, to me, will you please clean the toilet? And I say, yes, dear, because I don't want to get in an argument <laughs> that is betraying myself. And he wouldn't believe that I'm saying yes, by the way. <laughs> but uh, maybe I can say, for me, that is uh, kind of messy. I don't know how to do it properly, even if it sounds silly. That is how it is. But I can go uh, do the shopping and I can uh, sort the living room and I can change the sheets. I can do it's, it's not a matter of energy. It's a matter of doing things in a tidy, ordered way. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not good with that. So maybe to avoid uh, a discussion, sometimes we are nice to the other person. We bend too much into situations that are not good for us. Or we say things to create an impression on the other person, but we find it really hard then to do it afterwards. It would be much easier to say... You know what, if you give me administrative work or things to do with water, I'm not good. And that's it. But if you want me to sit down and teach classes or do podcasts or whatever, I'm your guy. You like things that I don't like. 
luckily. Yeah, when I ask you to, yeah, we need to do this or write this, and you're like, if it's writing, I'm on it. And I'm like, I'm not <laughs> good at sitting down and write things, you know? So I think it's kind of boring or hard or whatever I think. So I don't want to ask you to do it. And then yeah. <laughs> Exactly. That, I think that is a good example. Mm. It's like, I need a definition for a workshop. Okay, mm. how, how many words long? Mm. Okay, and I sit down and I do it. Mm. You asked me to tidy all, uh, you never did, but you asked me to tidy all the blocks uh, that we have in the classrooms or it's like, really? Yeah. <laughs> it's also recognizing what are your talents, what you can put out into the world without feeling hindered about that. Mm. So I believe that the more honest you are in that sense, the more happy or the happier you're going to be with the experience after. Yeah, at least for you. And then if yeah. other gets hurt on the way, uh, that will happen too. I hope that this um, this uh, advice helps to prevent yourself from the listeners to bending too much into things because that usually is what starts to generate these depths that lead yeah. to attachment or to codependency. Yeah, and suddenly you wake up and your whole life is just filled with things you don't really like to do. Yeah. And that's a shame. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, and until someone else proves it in a very clear mm. way, we mm. have only one life. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I need to practice that too. Or I, I'm not sure what I have to practice. I'm very good at telling what I like to do, but I think I need to practice on doing things that I don't like to do as well yeah and also i need to practice on saying what energy i put into that and then we can decide what can we do with it because i have a lot of determination i like to be challenged and all that but there are some things that i know that even though they're uncomfortable i will do them but there are things that are not good for me in the end so it's, it's also good to put a boundary and say, ah, you know what? It's, if, if it's not so good for me to clean the toilet. No, it's Because I actually had a brain tumor. Yeah, imagine <laughs> saying that to get out of, of something. <laughs> that would be awful. But it's like, no, I am really messy with water. I get like soaked. Yeah, I, I, I washed the dishes by hand mm. and it looked like I went out in the rain. But seriously, that's your... Is for, is for getting out of washing the dishes? Forget. Sometimes it is. What do you mean? Sometimes it is. You say that I'm bad with water. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm saying that I am bad with water. Yeah, I, yeah I that's am. what I mean. You say. Yeah, I am. I, I get messy because I, I have this uh, difficulty being sometimes attentive to detail and I try to do it like very quickly. And I with become cleaning. messy. Yeah, mm -hmm. I become messy. <laughs> could be anxiety no one taught me i don't know but so you don't like to clean the dishes no we have a beautiful dishwasher and i pile up the things that don't go into the dishwasher yeah. until the sink is full and andreas has to do that andreas doesn't like I, I am supposed to do it when he cooks right he's a great cook so uh andreas doesn't like to see the kitchen dirty which makes a lot of sense so I challenge myself into trying to do it the best that I can. I just have to very quickly with um, when you are in a relationship, yes. one person likes to have it clean and tidy yes, and yes. the other person likes to have a little bit of mess. Yes. Who is right or wrong? In most relationships, 
you have one person that are more messy than the other, yeah. right? Yeah. And no matter how, yeah, no matter where in the scale are these two, you have a difference there for sure. Yeah, it's a difference. Yeah. But the um, the question is, if you're messy, you are the one that has to clean up. Yeah. But if you enjoy the mess, you also have the right to tell the tidy person like. I like yeah, the mess. Yeah, but one thing <laughs> is to be messy in my office and another thing is to be messy in a space that we both share. So obviously you share the space. Yes. Uh, but this is a discussion I feel like you never really land on because if you are messy, you share this space. Who has decided that the tidy one is over the messy one? <laughs> if the messy one says, I like to have all this stuff here, it makes me creative, I don't need to use a lot of wasted energy on cleaning, and who decided that the tidy version is better than the messy version? I know you're right, but when it <laughs> is regarding kitchen, which is a cooking surface... We are not going to make any conclusion, we are just letting no, this hang but there. You, you, you need to... You, I, I think it's, it's connected to, to a lot of things in the relationship, but I see your point. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>